0: Listening to takedowns to breakdowns. Okay. I need you to answer immediately without thinking. Okay. I'm going to give you three seconds to think about the question that you need to answer. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. At 205 pounds, who wins? John Jones or Izzy? Time out.
1: Izzy, Izzy. Oh, Izzy. you said Izzy. Izzy.
0: Ooh. 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 <laughs> Ooh. Now, not to beat a dead horse and not to be a repeater of what every single other MMA outlet is talking about, but this um, rivalry is suddenly becoming a little more real. Apparently, Dana White uh, is saying he's on board to make this fight happen, and Izzy Adesanya... Has apparently said, "I want that smoke. I will fight him no matter what happens to him with whatever fight. So if he loses, I will still fight him, Ooh. and I will fight him at no any matter w- what. And I will fight him at. Th- I think it was, I will fight him at any weight class.
1: Interesting.
0: I think that was the exact. Uh, what is it? Hang on, hang on, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Come on, come on, internet. Um, yep. He want. He wants. Uh, is he wants John Jones at any weight class? Even if John gets smoked sometime in the future by somebody else, he still wants it.
1: Now, is it just for the fact that there's a beef or is Izzy interested in quotating uh, goat matches? I think it's both. I mean, Izzy's come out and said he wants to be known for that.
0: He wants to be known as the guy who, when they talk about him down the line, they say he wasn't afraid of anybody. He took on all comers. He went out and sought the hard matches and he was an unbeatable champion. He was just a, okay. a monster. He was a fearless monster out there. And uh, he's been doing it. He's been doing it. You know, L- look at who he's fought. Look who he's called out. Look who he's gone up against. Look how he's beaten them. Anderson's
1: effortless. Yes.
0: Yes. So, um, yeah, Robert Whitaker, Paulo Costa, Yuval Romero, Anderson Silva, uh, Calvin Gastelum. Like, well, that wasn't effortless. But y- you have a lot of... Uh, uh, crazy matches um i think he said he wants to fight jared cannonier next i think he said so he's looking at whoever's banging right now whoever's hot and whoever's doing damage he wants to get in the octagon with them and i think Mm -hmm. john jones is partial goat of i gave him his first mma loss his first official mma loss on top of the uh i'm fighting everybody you know i'm coming Mm. for everything And, and if he Fuck, man. If if he makes that happen, uh, like, his brand, holy shit. Holy shit. I think th- I, there is for sure some honest beef there. Because Izzy has been going hard at John Jones for a while now online. And uh, he's here for it. He doesn't give a shit. He's not scared of him. He doesn't back down from the trash talk with him. He takes mm-hmm. it to him. So, 100%. But I, I was just really curious about what you thought about... Uh, That immediate question to say who do you think you know what i mean right off the top of your head
1: now i think john jones has power right and isn't there like a a serious height difference i mean i know izzy's tall but i think john might be taller and i'm not sure what their reach is like compared to one another i think 82 um their reach holy shit no I'm probably exaggerating. Uh, I mean, okay. they're
0: not that dramatically different. Okay. They're not that dramatic of like, holy shit, one's going to be puny next to the other. That's not what that is. Um, yeah. They're not that crazy. Uh, I can pull it up right now. I'm already here. I will pull up. Let's see where uh, he is. Where you at? Where you at, Jones? Where you at, Jones? Right, I can pull up Izzy right now, though. Let's sit here.
1: Can't also, I just just pointing out, I mean, Izzy's been looking good physically, you know, and then the, the last few fights we've seen Jones at, I'm starting to see that muffin top, you know, and I get it. Age, <laughs> it, it's natural, but he's uh, not looking too well.
0: <laughs> I can't even click. I, I mean, I think I've said this enough times. But I can't get over just how shitty the UFC website is. Jesus Christ, UFC. Oh, yeah. I think, like, since day one. Yeah, get some we started. Go to Squarespace or something. Some place that fucking helps you with making <laughs> this shit usable. Like, this is so horrible. Uh, he is 76 inches tall, 185, 80-inch reach.
1: And this is Jones? No, this is Izzy. Oh, Izzy.
0: Okay. Along with a uh, 44.5 inch leg advantage, like leg reach. Okay. And now let's see if I can like click on John Jones, but I can't because this website is such dog shit. It's just, there's not even a search option. It's just, mm. I think like you could make a better website uh, in like a college computer science class. This is just such a shitty site. I can't get over how bad this he, site is.
1: Well, while you, while you're looking up the stats on Izzy, I do no, have to John say Jones, though I just I just pulled up oh, Izzy. Oh, you did. Okay. Or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, John Jones. John um Jones. I I do have to say they both have this style where they keep it at a distance, right? They keep they make sure they maintain that distance and then they strike. But I feel like John Jones could get him with some wrestling if he's able to Step in.
0: Yeah, so the difference is is that Izzy's more of a counter strike. Uh actually they're both kind of a counter striker, but I feel like John Jones, um John Jones initiates the clinch range a lot more because yeah. he likes his elbows. But here's the thing True. like his his clinch is strong, but his clinch has never really looked like some kind of devastating oh shit, it's he's in the clinch, it's over. It's usually just you're in the clinch. You get collar-tied, you eat some elbows, and then you escape, and then Jones resets and, and starts back over again. The thing is is that like I, I feel when Jon Jones gets you into that clinch and does the damage, coming out of those engagements in the clinch, there's such massive... If you think about it like a video game, each time you get clinched by Jon Jones, you lose a significant health combo, like a significant health bar from that combo. Um, okay. Okay that's how I feel so I feel like whenever you get in the clinch range with John Jones the damage goes way up you just you just get combo struck and he just like takes you out uh, as far as like a large chunk of your health bar but it's not uh, he doesn't really have the one hit chaos believe it or not you know like you don't really see that from him the past what 10 fights they've all been decisions right you know he was submitting guys when he was younger Mm-hmm. Um, he had some TKOs when he was younger, but I feel like the majority of his fights for a while have been, uh, decision victories. Um, yeah. compared to Izzy, fuck, I don't know if you saw the Izzy fight. Um, Izzy versus Paulo Costa. I don't know if you saw that fight. I did. Okay. So there's something I, I got to say, and I, t- I tweeted this about how him, It reminded me a lot of the fight against Robert Whittaker, where you have a guy who's known for being explosive, powerful, uh, a good striker. Um, There's something where against Izzy, you can tell he's measured, and he has the feints, the footwork, the headwork, the fluidity to get out of range and stay out of range. He has the ability to, to not get hit that easily. And that entire first round, both fights, they look the same. Is he's kind of popping back, but he's really just, I feel, just analyzing. Mm. Because his IQ is so high. His his striking IQ is so high that I feel like it's just he's figuring it out. He's figuring you out. Oh, that's what you do when I do this. And that's your that's the pattern that you thought was gonna save you if I did this. Okay, cool. And then the second round, here it comes. Woof. <sniffs> just he just turns it on. Second round is just, I have downloaded and analyzed the data that I needed. Compute, computation is done. It's time to unleash. It's, I don't know if you saw uh, uh, Captain America Civil War. No. Okay. Well, no. it's Iron Man versus Captain America, right? It's the suit versus the genetic uh, superhuman. And there's a scene in that fight where Iron Man says, analyze his fight pattern. And his suit is literally analyzing the combos, the positioning, like how Captain America's fighting. And then it says, like, like, analysis complete. And he goes, all right, let's take it to him. And he says, like, engage the the program that I just wrote. And then he just beats the fuck out of him. Because he knows exactly where the punches are coming from, what the technique is, what his go-to move is, how he faints and defends. And then his Iron Man suit, just he just starts going on him. And that's what I feel Izzy's like. Israel... uh, Adesenia needs to not analyze information if you want to beat him. You need to. I, I fully believe this after the Paulo Costa fight. You need to blitz him and never let up that pressure. Yes, he's going to hit you. Yes, he's going to counter strike. And yes, he's going to escape a lot. But if you can pressure consistently and nonstop the entire first round, if you can disrupt his his pattern of figuring you out and measuring your your style, I think you have a better shot than playing this back and forth of, oh, I'm just going to time him when he counters me or I'm faster and stronger. I can catch him. Because when you play that game, we've seen it. You just get popped, you know? Mm. Uh, I mean, unless you play counter to his counter, which I think we saw with UL Romero, even though that was considered a boring fight, but you have the UL Romero and you have the Anderson Silva, but Anderson Silva was still willing to bite, but that was the closest one where it was going the distance easily. It looked like, you yeah. know, same thing with UL granted UL literally wouldn't pull the trigger because UL went yep. the complete opposite direction of I'm not going to fire at all. I'm going to wait until I can just smack you with all my power and speed in just one burst and then I'm just going to recharge and if you come at me, I'm ready but you're not going to because you're going to counterstrike me and you, mm. that's why that fight was considered so boring because Yoel literally just stood there and wouldn't do anything so I, I, that's what I personally believe about, uh, about Izzy I think, I think you need to blitz because unless you know you have the fight IQ and the striking IQ to go the distance against him I wouldn't try to initiate the clinch I wouldn't, try to, I wouldn't try to play a trade-off game with him where it's like, oh, I'll hit him with a the combo, then he hits me with a combo, but then I can set him up for a better combo. I don't think that works because he's got power. I think Calvin Gastelum was so successful because he was willing to go for it. Calvin mm-hmm. Gastelum stepped on the gas and said, no, I'm firing. I have good technique. I trust my striking. I think I can stay in the pocket and I can land on him, and I think I have the power to do damage, and he did. He, he fucked up Izzy's face. Pretty good, yeah. You know what I mean. And Izzy's on record for saying like that was the hardest fight. That was he was in the corner saying, uh "What was it like? Just the world was pain or whatever." And he just had to get through it, and that was it. That was just he had to survive. You know, he yeah. had to like conquer death in that fight. And he was he was saying like, "I'm I'm like I'm either dying or I'm winning," and that's it. And he had to go to the depths here, you know? And I think that's because Kelvin had the striking ability and had the confidence to just say, no, I'm going after him and I'm going to land. I'm not going to throw a jab and then immediately cower back and wait for his counter striking. It's just, Nope. I, the second I step in into range, he's ready to fire. So I just have to fire weather the storm and keep firing. I just need, I just need to get in here and just fucking rip it. And that's what I think happened. That's what I think. Happened. Mm. Um,
1: so we just need somebody to reattempt, or try to perfect maybe that strategy.
0: Yeah, and I don't know... I don't think... I don't think John Jones is that guy. Here we go. I finally got his stats. The website's finally working. Okay, you ready? All right. Uh, 76 inches high, 205 pounds, 84.5 inch reach advantage, so he has 4.5 inches of reach, and a 45-inch uh, leg advantage. So... He's four point five inches longer in reach, and he's what half an inch longer with his leg.
1: Okay, so and they're both the same height.
0: Uh, seventy six for John Jones, and hang on, Israel, Israel
1: is seventy six. Same height. Oh, okay. All right, so so Jones isn't that much bigger. Okay, well, he's twenty pounds more. Izzy could gain that. Izzy can gain that. He's 20 pounds. Then away. again, is Izzy efficient with muscle?
0: Well, here's the other thing. That's Izzy's like cut weight. That's what he weighs in at. That's what he fights at. What is his walk around weight? I don't know. It's probably 190, at least, if not 195. For all we know, he walks around at 205. I mean he cuts 20 pounds easy, but I don't think so. I think he, he looks a little slim. I, I think he probably walks around 195. 190? 190. I don't think he. See, I don't think he. I don't think he does massive cuts. Is what I'm saying. Okay. I think when he weighs in for 185, it's an easy cut. I think he's just. Yep. I just. I don't know. Go keto for three days, and all of a sudden I'm at 185,
1: and I'm good to go. <laughs> like that's what I think. That's also compared to a Jones who probably walks around at what we've discussed before. What 220, 230 before a fight, and then's got He's got to cut that weight just to meet 205. Yeah. So. And if
0: he's been training for heavyweight, like he said, like he announced that he's going for.
1: Who knows? And that's, and that's the thing too, right? Is it, is it more of an advantage to weigh over 205 or knowing you have to gain that weight to meet 205? Who do you think is more efficient? The guy who's got to bulk up or the guy who's got to lose? I feel like the guy who bulks up
0: always does better than the guy who loses, you know? Um, I, 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 I honestly think that. I personally think that. I think the body does better. Um, but it's hard because there's really no study on that, and it's so all over the place, and everybody's body is different. Um, yeah. Like, look at uh, GSP, Michael Bisping. GSP went up. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at Conor McGregor and ADS 2 Conor goes up. Um, those are the two big profile cases, but I bring them up because what I think of what I think of those two is that those two are exceptional fighters. Mm-hmm. You know, Connor is a very, very good fighter. Like his ego and image aside, Connor's a really good fighter. He's a very good fighter. You can't say he's not. You can't just say, oh, it's all image and talk with him. It's like, no, he beat the living fuck out of Eddie Alvarez.
1: <laughs> like that wasn't even a fight. That was just like a sparring session. Yes, with a, it looked like tr- a
0: training dummy. Sparring session to the point where Joe Rogan is saying with no excitement, he just goes, it's done. It's over, you know? Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's, he's, tagging, he's tagging Eddie. Eddie's getting tagged coming in. Yeah, okay, guys, that's it. That's it. That's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's not even excited because that whole fight just looked like an ass whooping, yep. which, which is what it was. All, all respect to Eddie Alvarez, you know, a fucking warrior, but he got his ass kicked. Aldo got knocked down in 13 seconds. You can all say it's a fluke, and to a degree, sure, a part of it maybe was, but he timed that super well. And then you see that he was practicing that move in the back. Over and over again, you realize, oh, he had that plan. He was Jorge Masvidaling this whole thing. He knew what to do because he he studied and knew how that person would react, and he knew to land it. Mm. That's talent, you know. He came in against Chad Mendes on like what a week notice, two week notice. Yeah, Chad got him down. Then we find out after the fight that it's because he has like what a torn ACL, and Connor never said <laughs> a thing about it, and just said, "Fuck it, I'll fight the wrestler. Bring him in. He's small. He's weak." <laughs> Just beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. You know, like, and, and then you even have Connor Nate, one, you know? Yeah it's, yeah, it's a bigger weight, but at the same time, Connor was landing his shots. You know what I mean? Like, Nate was, yes, Nate has a fuck ton of scar tissue. He's very much, like, uh, the Diaz brothers and GSP are all kind of the same. The scar tissue is so yeah. built up that they just cut from, like, a jab. But still, yep. he got mushed. Like, Connor mushed him up. He got tagged a couple times in that first fight. Yes, Connor gassed out. Yes, Diaz choked him out. He was still landing. Connor's a good fighter, you know, and I don't think you you think otherwise. I'm saying this to the people listening. So, he's an exceptional fighter. GSP is almost a given at this point. You have possible, in my, in our opinion, what the goat, the greatest MMA fighter of all time, right? Hands down. Hands down. Uh, greatest coaching corner of all time, which we love referencing. And you have him going yeah. up and wait. Yeah, the odds of him winning, I think, were pretty high to begin with. So, exceptional situations. But uh, Izzy's right there in that category is where I'm going with this. Izzy, Connor, George, all three of them, exceptional fighters. All three of them with exceptional camps. All three of them with with a focus and a skill set. Like, Izzy going up? He could just be another another story like this. Instead of saying Connor ds two and GSP Bisping, you can say Izzy and John Jones. You know what I'm saying, going up like that. Yep. I, I don't think the reach advantage <sighs> versus Tiago Santos and versus Dominic Reyes, John Jones looked very beatable. And I don't think it's a it's as much as what people are saying as he's getting slow and he's you know blah blah blah. It's his body and his training. I don't think it's that. I think he's his style works exceptionally well against smaller fighters. Mm. dominic reyes and tiago santos were were pretty similar sizes to him dominic reyes especially and look how much harder that fight was yeah you know um i think the exception here is gus alexander gustafson i think that he's the exception right but i think mm-hmm. gustafson is still the only guy who's taken john jones down yeah that's right so john jones has way more flaws than with guys of equal size because he has a bullying style. And I think we've talked about this before and I know I've mentioned it on Twitter cuz I've definitely said it about how he bullies you cuz he has the size. He has the legs. His body's made for fighting. You know? So, Yep. I don't know, man. I got I feel so confident if if John cuz John Jones doesn't come out flying. You know what I mean? He comes out and he does like that that side step kick that side yep. kick to the front leg. He just start, starts doing that. And then if you come in, he covers up and he jabs and he jumps back and circles around. I I think Izzy, I think Izzy handles it. I think the striking is, is I think it's easy for Izzy to figure out.
1: You know, a part of me is kind of, I, as, as we're discussing this, I'm kind of siding with John and I really <gasps> even hate saying that. Whoa, you, because I'm I'm going back to that idea of, well, what, which is better, which is more efficient gaining the weight or losing the weight. And honestly, I feel like if someone was to start out with so much weight, you naturally become faster by losing it, depending on what your training uh, regimen is. Again, we haven't seen Izzy. I mean, the thing is, is we don't know what he truly walks around at when he's not fighting. Right. Yeah. Um, but I could only imagine, like gaining what twenty pounds. I mean, he'd have to do some some you know speed training or something to to be able to strike as efficient and as fast as he has been with an extra twenty pounds. So, uh, man, I don't know. And, that, and you know what? That four and a half reach advantage, though. I mean, like I said, they're both distance fighters. I mean, that's that's a big. That's a big advantage, that reach. You know, I. I well, here's know. a. Th- yeah, right. So
0: here's the thing. <laughs> Anderson Silva is kind of the template for this. And is he? I don't think is he copy and pasted it, but is he definitely uh, adapted parts of it? And I heard, I forgot who said this. I heard this from, I think, Dan Hardy. I think Dan Hardy mentioned this. I think it was Dan Hardy or Luke Thomas. It was one of those two I was listening to, and they made a really good point. Izzy's main style of defense, when he's throwing, when he mm-hmm. knows, when he understands the other person, he doesn't step back like he does usually in the first fight. Like the first fight, right. the, the first round. The first round, he usually steps back, and he usually, like you know, he has much more head movement, much more footwork as far as getting out of the way and moving aside and slipping but when he feels comfortable when he knows your style and he figures out your range he'll st- and this was so evident in the Robert Whittaker fight he stays there and just his upper body moves like way back like he'll he'll drop his entire upper body cuz he's flexible super far back and then he'll throw like a a hook so he'll like upper body goes all the way back while he throws like a check hook without moving his feet as much. Like he almost keeps his center in engagement range in fight range, Mm -hmm. but he gets his body out of the way of danger while still having the reach to throw, you know? Gotcha. So as much as we're praising John Jones and his ability for what he does against smaller fighters, we see that from Izzy too. Izzy's had a reach advantage against the majority of his fighters in the UFC. And Anderson yeah. Silva did as well. And another another thing I want to say is Anderson Silva was famous for that move and that's the exact same defensive move that he did against a guy named Chris Weidman who knocked him the fuck out doing that move. Very true. You know, he was laughing like, oh, you tagged me. Okay, and then he goes to slip back and he's still slipping back, but Chris keeps going and Chris Weidman kept firing and guess what? On the chin. Boom. So I mean there's a lot of parallels here. A 4-inch reach advantage is enough, which is crazy. These guys are almost at like 90 inches. That's fucking insane. But like that <laughs> defensive play versus a guy who has a longer reach, is that defensive play going to work? Is Izzy go- I mean, I feel like Izzy has the striking knowledge and IQ that he's just going to move out of the way. And he's going to focus more on footwork and less on just his upper body is just giant slide back. Hook throw mm. or jab or cross, you know what I mean? So yeah, so so that's another factor in play here. I still think that Izzy has the striking advantage, and I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I I think strength is a major factor here, but we are seeing something from Izzy that we're not seeing from Jon Jones, and that is KO power. Hmm. Izzy's ability from his technique to transition his power generated from his hips and everything into his punches is so fluid. Yeah. It's so fluid. Like he the hits he's landing don't look that heavy. You know, Paulo Costa, when he throws, they look heavy. And I'm not just saying that mm-hmm. because he's a massive dude, he is massive. But when he throws them, it's like he's. It's almost like he's uh Taking a meat cleaver, right? And he's chopping through a bone. That's what it looks like when Paulo Costa does something. And that's what it looks like when Uel Romero does something. When Izzy lands his shit, he looks like a sushi chef that slices through fish. It's so <laughs> yep. smooth and fluid but powerful and the finesse. The finesse yeah. and the power. And he has it. And it's the way he lands that's so like technique picture perfect that it doesn't have to look like this crazy flash of him like ripping it. It just, he just looks like he landed across. And the dude just stumbles, mm. and you see the dude's eyes roll back. Like, what the fuck? Like, he just goes back. You know what I mean? It's not like the Johnny Hendrix KOs, where Johnny Hendrix just wildly throws something. Just yeah. the one knuckle touches the chin, and the guy goes, and he falls back and gets KO'd <laughs> or goes flying. Yeah. You know, it's not like that. It's not this weird um, um, brute force impact kind of imagery. Izzy just lands what looks like normal shots. Like against Paulo Costa, he was just landing his shots. They just looked like hooks, <laughs> hooks and crosses. That's all I. That's all yep. you saw that really landed. But fucked him. Fucked him up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh know. man, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful thought. I, I think the the rumor is end of the year. Uh, if if they wanted to get it done this year, they would try, but apparently they don't want to do it this year. They want to do it 2021,
1: which... Something to look forward to, I guess. Well,
0: I mean, that's a fight you want to pack a stadium for. Absolutely. John Jones versus Izzy, because not to mention the buildup. You have two fantastic shit talkers going at it. With each other, too, building it up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's a genuine dislike or not, but I think there's a certain level of. I don't think it's the Paulo. I think it's more of the Paulo Costa style of where Izzy's just. I don't think he hates John Jones, but he just doesn't care for him and doesn't like him. And I think it's different because John Jones has always been treated as like the king, the. Pound for pound, greatest. He's never lost. That's a just, that was a bad DQ loss that shouldn't have counted. Blah, 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 blah. I think yep. uh yeah. I I think it's um I think that's worthy of buying a pay-per-view. That's what I think.
1: I think so. <laughs> now, yeah, definitely wait till the business gets back into you know what it used to be. Get that shit hundred percent capacity. Hell, I'll, that that's something to, to actually buy. Like, I, I would probably buy that pay-per-view. I would probably Hopefully, the it. rest of the card is worth it, though.
0: Okay, how about this? Conor McGregor. Facing, I don't know. I don't know who Conor faces. But let's say a Conor McGregor fight and an Izzy fight. It would be stupid to combine them. But if they did, who headlines and who co-mains?
1: Conor McGregor. Okay, how about this? Conor
0: McGregor versus Jorge Masvidal and Izzy
1: versus John. Who headlines? Who comments? What if Connor gets that Nick Diaz fight when Nick returns?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The shit talking that Connor will say to Nick about being like the older, out of shape brother coming back out of. (laughs) Holy shit. Um, Who do you think headlines? Who headlines that shit? Who headlines and who comments? Alright, so Connor, Nick. Who headlines? Who gets a bigger pop coming
1: out to fight? I feel like Connor does. Connor and Nick. GSP comes back. Fights Khabib. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) No, you you can't blow your load on one card. They would never do that. You can't bust all your nuts. They wouldn't do that. They would spread it out. Oh, man. They would spread it out. Ooh. But yeah, so Izzy, John, co-main?
1: Izzy, John, co-main. Conor, Masvidal, main? Ooh, Connor and Masvidal. That's interesting. Right. So now what are we fighting for, though?
0: BMF title.
1: Is that still relevant, though? I mean, come on. After Masvidal lost
0: yeah true is it i don't know
1: you know i that that was that was such a i don't know i thought that was such a waste of a well i well you know what business wise i guess it wasn't a waste no nope. of time or money it's about, but uh it's about the
0: money baby but them views that that
1: that I, that's not a real title just like the uh that that fake championship belt that they hand out every now and then but who am i to say anything i guess so so, Whatever, it's just Masvidal. Who? All right, what's
0: a bigger fight, Masvidal Connor, or Nick Masvidal Connor? I think. Over. Nick I think Diaz? Mas-
1: I think Nick Diaz comeback it, fight. Clearly, Nick's been training. I mean, we we've seen the pictures. You know, he he looks great. He looks like young Nick. I haven't seen video footage. No, of n- Nick recently. No. So just because he looks the part doesn't mean he's. Efficient.
0: I haven't seen him doing um, pad work. I haven't seen him doing wrestling. I haven't seen him on the ground doing jujitsu.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, that could just be basic exercise and dieting. We, I, I don't know what his, you know, I, granted, I'm sure he's not fighting like a white belt. I'm, I, I get it, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's UFC ready
0: no so, I don't think he is either i think that's that's why he's not pushing to try to get on a fight this year I think he knows he's he needs to shake a lot of rust off i think he's i think you can't shake the rust off until you're ready until you're capable of shaking rust and i think that's what him getting in shape was doing a fight camp and losing weight I yeah. think that was him getting into shape to, to to practice at a professional level
1: yeah yeah I think the Connor and Masvidal fight would have to come first for sure you, i do you think that would be Nick bigger. Comes, then him versus Nick. One the thing.
0: Uh, it'd have I to be mean, a 170 because I mean, Nick wouldn't cut down. Yeah, it'd
1: have to be some sort of catch weight.
0: Um, well, so same thing with Masvidal. Masvidal wouldn't
1: drop down. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, is there such thing as like fantasy UFC? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, anyways, um... You know, I yeah, I, I mean, a Nick fight, I, if Nick came first, it would sell, but would it be as interesting? That I don't know, because like I said, I have I have to see footage. I mean, at least we know what Masvidal is capable of. Um, Nick's been gone for, what, four plus years? More than that?
0: Five. Nick's been gone for five, five. years plus. He was suspended yeah, five I years from being high.
1: Okay. Which is hilarious. I mean, then again not that it should be compared but i mean gsp after a four-year rust versus bisping you know so who knows yeah but gsp is also you know
0: gsp he's well i, I just mean and, and constantly doing he shit. never stopped training he never stopped working out he got into gymnastics he started like intermittently fasting he got into <laughs> like yeah oh no 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 intermittent he intermittent fasted after bisping because that's when he got colitis Oh, okay. So, no, he just spent five years of training martial arts. Yeah. And working out um, and being active in the gym, in the dojo. That's
1: what he was doing. Mm. Oh, man. I don't know, man. <sighs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll say Connor and Masvidal. I, I do want to see Nick. I really do. But he, he's, he's got to show something. Leak some footage. Give, give us hope. Yo, yeah. what if he
0: leaks footage and he looks like the Mike Tyson footage that leaked? Him just fucking <laughs> ripping shit. Just... Rub, rub, rub. <laughs> Sweat pouring. His shirt is soaked through like it just came out of the pool. He's just hitting pads like blazing fast. Like... Pop, 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 pop. Just... nonstop <laughs> Doing wrestling drills. He's doing like double legs on people just throwing them around like ragdolls. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Well, did you see what I sent you? He's officially listed as a fighter again on the UFC roster. You, yes. Yeah.
1: So, so it's, it, it is going to happen. It's happening. Uh, but now, do you think he should at least, you know, get into a few bullshit fights first before <sighs> jumping into something big? Or because it is a household name. I was going to say, yes. He is Nick
0: Diaz. In reality, he should fight. He should have a comeback fight. But also, the second reality of this is he's Nick Diaz. Like, you can't... Like, GSP couldn't come back to a tune-up fight. Right. Nick Diaz can't really come back to a tune-up fight. That's just... It's just not possible, I think. Um, yeah. I think you can do an entertaining fight. If you have an entertaining enough fighter, I think you could. You know, like, Masvidal was floating around the top five, but was he worthy of the title contention? Who knows? That's a debate. When he, went up to, when he went up against Kamara Usman. But he's an entertaining guy, and he's a big, flashy name, so they, he could have that fight. I think you could give Nick as a flashy fighter a flashy name because yeah. it would get eyeballs as a tune-up fight. I don't know. I think a five-year fighter. I, I do think that a... I think we discussed this last episode. I do think five years of partying but not training might be better than five years of hard training. Wearing out the joints, the ligaments, and all that stuff, I think. But who knows, man? You're right. You, you got to see some training footage. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm Dana, I go. Also, don't forget. It's not like Nick Diaz and Dana White were best buds here. I would say I, I think there's a certain level of I got to see what he's capable of before I can start figuring out who is going to fight. Because mm-hmm. you can't bring Nick Diaz back against like an unranked guy. You know what I mean? You have some yeah. no-name guy who's had four fights in the UFC coming back, coming in, and he's fighting Nick fucking Diaz. Unless Nick Diaz is on BJ Penn level or Diego Sanchez level, Nick Diaz is gonna rip this dude apart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yep. who knows? Who knows? That's that's who knows that like this is the fantasy episode where there's a lot of. Um, a lot of thought and imagination going into these questions and scenarios, which brings me to my next mm. question, which I'm super interested by. Super interested by. Hang on, I gotta go full screen to see you. Okay, here we go. You ready? Okay. You ready for this shit? Here's the question. Yeah. In cinema, martial arts cinema, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've talked about all the, all the performers, you right? All the big names. Right. We talked about all the different styles of martial arts movies and fighting you know whether it's Jason Bourne, whether it's you know Drunken Master, whether it's uh, uh whatever, and like a Tony Jaa movie, just like you know anything, The Protector, right? Mm. If you had to choose one of those styles versus a realistic fight to be portrayed in movies moving forward from now and forever, what would you choose? So what I'm saying is. If you YouTube right now, fight in the street, two guys fighting in the street, because that's what a real fight looks like, right? When you have two guys fighting, even when you have like sanctioned fights and you have two guys just fighting like MMA, would you rather see that in a movie for a fight scene? Would you rather see the Tony Jaa style of I'm breaking your bones? Would you rather see the comedic style of Jackie Chan? Would you rather see like a Jet Li kind of Kung Fu, uh, uh, Hong Kong cinema style shot film like if you had to portray or jason Bourne like the super intense gritty close-up hand-to-hand military combat style fighting or if you wanted to go like you know crazy theatrical boika spinning triple axle heel kick breaking the jaw and like like severing the 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 tongue all this other stupid shit right would you want like what okay. style would you want to see for martial arts and movies being defined as the standard of martial arts? Like, what would you want to be seeing? Would you want to see, I want to see realism. I want realism in my fight movies and in my fight scenes in my movies. And then you just see like an MMA bout that you YouTube. Or would you rather see that, oh, I I need to have like the guy spins his arms and his chi creates a wave
1: that like cubs out like a dragon and it takes over the guy's like, and he gets thrown through the wall. So now, is this in terms of a professional sport, a street fight? No, movies. Or just... Right, but you're saying if I were to see this, like, a style, interp- like, from a movie, how, like, where would, where would I want to see it? Like, in what type of setting you mean? No, I just like, mean the uh, style
0: of how it's shot. So, for example, I'm making a okay. movie. I'm making the 10th Expendable movie. And the fight okay. scenes in this uh, movie oh, I see. are going to look like real fight scenes in real life. So if you YouTube some, that, some okay. guys fighting in the street, that's what this looks gotcha. like with Sylvester Stallone and Bruce Willis. And they're fighting <laughs> like that in the movie. Or would you rather see me cast the fight scene like a Tony Jaa film where it's just super brutal... And it's, you hear the bones crunching and the guy screaming. Okay, okay. Or would you rather see, you know, uh, like a Jet Li film? You know, like Jet Li style? Gotcha. Like, like, that's what I mean. Okay. Like, like What what kind of thing would you want to see to be defined as the standard right. as as
1: fight styles Gotcha. Okay. See, my my brain interpreted it a different way. I, I was thinking of like, well, <laughs> what style of fighting from a movie would I want to see in real life?
0: <laughs> oh, no, 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 <laughs> like, no, no, no. Because
1: I thought it'd be fucking hilarious if you just saw a bunch of people fighting with like props and doing some circus shit like Jackie Chan. And it's just a bunch of like eight foot tall Russian dudes in, in full suits just running after that person. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so as far as a movie goes, what I think would define like... Like this is this is fighting. Like this is what fighting is. Uh, in terms of style, I think. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> oh why? Oh shit!
0: This is a fucking good question, <laughs> See, dude. This is. I told you. I texted you. I was like, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped because right. I knew this question would would hit you hard.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, fuck. All right. Y- you have to give me this. I need to know a in t- in era. What what time period are we talking about? Uh it's Because imagine if we just saw some Jason Bourne shit and it was like it, that was happening in the Once Upon a Time in China movie with Jet Li. You know what I mean?
0: No, this is this is for true. Okay, so this would be a modern film.
1: A modern It takes film. place okay. in
0: modern time.
1: Gotcha. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to picture the setting right now. So it's almost... All right, imagine Gotham City at night, right? But it's not Batman. And it's not exactly Gotham City. But it's, it's something like that. And oh, I get to see it now. The, you, you, you see the skyscrapers and everything. But it's from the perspective of the road. Dude walking down an alley. All of a sudden, you hear a can get kicked across. You see a stray cat. He's like, oh, I guess it was nothing. But then all of a sudden, you hear, hey! You, guy turns around, bunch of bullies, right? Bullies, or like thugs or whatever. He's like, give, give us your money now. <laughs> and then the style, the pose would have to be the Karate Kid Flying Crane. That, that's my answer.
0: <laughs> so, you want every. So, that means you just set the standard want, for fight style. I want in standard.
1: Cinema. I want to see. I want to see. Karate. Uh, what do they call? Oh, my God. I, I feel ashamed to be karate kid? considered a martial artist. No, uh, your forms. Uh, katas? Katas. I want to see straight up kata style, just very tense, very unnatural forms, get in that horse stance as the guy's running to you. You set up and just yeah, just punch him in the stomach. But the way it's uh, shot, the
0: way it's produced, the way it's edited, you want it to be like the right. karate kid, like the karate kid fight scene. Where it's like a yeah. punch, and the guy goes like oh, like like it hits him in the
1: face, and he like <laughs> and he gets like knocked yeah. down on the ground. Nah, no, oh that that's God. the style so you God. want. You want it like that? Well, because here's the problem: every other movie, every other like movie, the fighting scenes are fucking amazing, right? I mean, granted, you had me watch The Man of Tai Chi, eh? <laughs> but. There, like, the movie, like, everything about it made sense for the style of fighting. You get what I'm saying? Like, there was this unrealistic aspect to the story which made sense for the fighting. So, the fighting in any sort of movie makes sense to the, the plot of the movie. So... It's hard to say, oh, I'd love to see a Jackie Chan-style fighting, but then it's like, well, look at the cast of actors and actresses that are in this movie. Think about the personalities of the right, film. Right, exactly. That's and, my point.
0: My point is, so, perfect so, example, we take what you said, a yeah. Karate Kid-style kata fighting, like, from that fight scene.
1: We, but it's like a dead ass
0: just... Wait, so we take that. So we now have to re-edit Man of Tai Chi. And we're going to make every fight scene. So let's talk about the first fight scene in the room when it's the first interview and a guy comes. Instead of this crazy, frantic technique, counter-striking, counter-grappling, throwing, takedown, all that shit. He turns around and it starts with the exact same kind of film style as Karate Kid. Where they just stand there on opposite ends of the room. And then one goes into a form. And And the other one goes like, the other side. Yep. And then instead of running at each other, running at each other, and it becomes this <laughs> frantic thing, they just, they just keep, they just, like, jump, like, 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 they're fighting, like, in a tournament, they're just, like, shaking, like, ah, doing that ah, bounce, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're trying to, like, psych each other up, like, psych each other out, and then this one guy moves forward, and he, like, throws a kick, and he just steps right back, so he's, like, ah, 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 and then he finally kicks, and he hits the guy in the stomach, and the guy goes, oh, and he falls back, and he falls on his... On his knees. And then a and then a ref comes in real quick and says, point No, no ref. <laughs> okay, no ref. No, because I'm re-editing this in the way that you said. <laughs> right. So the guy then has to get back up and the other guy's just still there shaking, just like, Come on, come on, come on, come on <laughs> Right. So that's that's the, that that's how those fight scenes are shot. So that means every fight scene in Man of Tai Chi is set up like that, where that's kind of you have this large panoramic view of them in a still like in, in like a non-moving camera just watching them go at each other spar style where they like <laughs> one throws and then one gets knocked down and one throws <laughs> and one gets knocked down and they keep getting up and they keep gritting their teeth and it's just all the, uh, the only other scenes that you see the fighting are them just like just their faces looking intense and looking sweaty and then it goes back to this the static side view from the camera just watching these guys get jumpy and jittery
1: as they go at each other so that's what we're doing
0: yeah, that's what you. That's what, we're doing. That's what you want the standard to be for every film going forward.
1: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do the Matrix Five since the Matrix Four is already coming out. Matrix Five, it's gonna be shot just like that.
0: Okay, okay, that
1: <laughs> <laughs> That is not the answer I thought you were gonna say. But um, I mean, you really have to think about it. I mean, it's. I think it'd be kind of boring to say, "Oh, I'd love to see a t- people doing Tai Chi in the Matrix," or like, uh, if I were to create a movie, I'd like to see this style fight. I'm like fuck that bro like let's 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 do it old school let's let's see some karate kid let's see something something that shouldn't be considered a martial arts film and let's put that in an expendable scenario (laughs) like what if these guys went to like the jungles of vietnam (laughs) and that shit just went down just the bouncing (laughs) (laughs) it would be way more realistic
0: right like it'd be way more (laughs) there you go so I, go. so my answer would actually be, I would want cinema fighting. You're welcome, Hollywood. No, I want, I would want Hollywood fight scenes to look like real fighting in the streets of what it looks like when two, like wild punches.
1: Yeah, almost like open fist punching. It's not even like straight on. It's almost like open fist. Just
0: <laughs> even when you see trained fighters fight, I feel like it's. It's still pretty chaotic, obviously. You know what uh-huh. I mean. And I think I, I and I'm saying that because I feel like fighting at this point has gotten so like uh, Hollywood fight scenes has gotten so mm. out of touch with reality. That too much technicality. Well, just it's just so too many. It's just so far out of reality. I can't take it seriously. Like when I see a fight yeah. scene now, when I watch a fight scene. It's just ridiculous. I just go, like, that's not... You can't do that anymore. Yeah. We have MMA. We know what it looks like when two professional
1: fighters fight. We see what it's like. Ooh. Ooh. What if they... Ins- 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 what if we got actors that um were MMA fighters, and that's what they did was MMA? So, if it was... Anywhere's near. What do you mean? So you mean? so it would be mean? realistic, but at the same time, we're seeing legit moves, like what you would see in a UFC match, right? Well, they kind
0: of did so that with Randy Couture. What do you mean? When Randy Couture was fighting in Expendables, he was doing MMA moves.
1: Uh, you know, he did some wrestling, and it was like, all right, but like, who's going to do like, you know, a, 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 a Stokehold stunner? in in vietnam or wherever they were like come on you know i mean we didn't see too much and i think we saw an arm bar from like ronda rousey yeah and she also in that other one yeah she
0: also fought uh she also did like a. she did some judo in fast and furious when she was in the she was in the fast and furious movies when she was the bodyguard Oh shit! I forgot she was in the Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, it's only like ten minutes, but she was in it and she did judo in that. Like she does it a, like a, she like yeah. hit tosses and.
1: But the entire cast, though, it's not like one special like one specialist in the group. It's like everybody just does MMA, so they're all aware. They all have. I mean, some of them could you know, be a special uh, specialist in one particular form, but in terms of like that style of fighting, like what you would see in sport, it could be portrayed in cinema where it's the entire cast. You know, it's like with Tony Jai, like I don't want to see just one guy doing uh, Muay Thai, you know what I mean, against everyone else who's just kind of like swinging their fists around. Imagine if there was just an entire slew of everyone just doing Muay Thai. It's like who well, who has the better Muay Thai?
0: True, true. I'm well
1: Imagine if there was just a cast of people that were just they specialized in a little bit of everything, you know? And and we saw that. We saw them get into the clinch. We saw them try to get those elbows in and
0: Well, here's the thing. I mean, like like there's films that show that. There's films that show MMA's fight styles like that. But I think if anything we've seen, it's very hard to equate real fighting with Hollywood fighting. Because in Hollywood fighting, it's way more devastating than what it is in real life. Like in Hollywood fighting, if you do like a hip throw on somebody, like they're out. (laughs) Like they're just like, and then they're just like knocked out. And it's just, the wind's knocked out of you. But that, no, you're not like incapacitated And how do I know that? It's a I've gone through it, but b we've like we see it. We see it on a in a sport. We see it on TV every week. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Like here's the other thing. Uh, Actually, I I guess I was gonna say like head kicks. Like when you see head kicks in movies, it's like this devastating like, or it's the opposite. The head kick doesn't knock them out. It just like. It like throws them against the wall or something, and it's just okay. Well, if you've seen what head kicks do, they fuck you up. Either they yeah. drop you down immediately, or they blast you to a TKO. So that's the thing. Hollywood always makes everything so much more um, extreme, right?
1: Yeah. Like yeah. Like
0: think about like how just a hook punch lands mm. for like a certain star at a certain time. The hook punches. It just KOs the guy. It's like, yeah, it happens. It happens. Yeah. But does it
1: happen that easily? Not always. So how about that then? Rather than choose a, par- a particular like uh, style that we've seen in cinema, why not make the outcome or, uh, yeah, the outcome of any particular hit or submission be realistic? At least every once in a while, right? Exactly that. Like if someone were to throw a punch and – in the scene it hit the guy in the jaw what if the guy just dropped you know like that would be more refreshing to see than the guy like
0: ow hey why'd you do no. that you know or they or, or even uh, the better part they get hooked and they just look back and they go like ah and then they go right back at him
1: yeah <laughs> like the rage just built up and they yeah exactly like it's almost like you're playing with a formula at that point it's almost like there's there's a oh, 100% uh, there there's a certain reaction to certain moves and it, that's exactly one that you've, we've seen thousands of times. The old hook punch and then... Ah! yeah, And then just running at them just to get their ass kicked even more. Uh, so yeah, I think, that, I think that's the thing. We should see more realistic outcomes from fighting movies. So we can have the Jackie Chan movie, right? But if he's going to hit somebody with a ladder as he's swinging the thing around... I need to see ribs getting broken, but I need to see a realistic reaction, like "Oh, what the fuck," you know, or I I don't know. I think that's what it is—just a more realistic reaction to the hit.
0: Right, right. I don't know. I feel like yes, there's always uh, an area for fantasy, right? There's always an area for the fictional part of the universe that's being portrayed in Hollywood. But I feel like there's films that try to take place in a realistic style. World like the Bourne movies, right? And how, yeah, I, I, I feel like those movies they don't fall into the realistic realm enough with the fight stuff. And I think mm-hmm. I, I, I it's not like I hate first of all, I should have said this as a disclaimer I'm not mad against portrayal of martial arts in movies. I think they're either done really well, like John Wick, or I think they're hilarious, like Man of Tai Chi. Or I think mm-hmm. they're pure fantasy, you know, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I, I think, or they're just overly brutal, like Protector and stuff like that with Tony Shaw. I, yeah. I think, um, I think, I think the question I have is more of the perspective that's that's set up, that's created by these films and by these fight scenes is really curious to me. It it it, it, it makes me really. Uh, uh, interested about how there's so much power in how it's portrayed. Do you know what I mean? It's so easy to portray something in a certain way. I mean, that's literally what media is, right? You can portray and persuade and shape the the perception of something. But it's weird because martial arts is something that's, that's openly proven. You know what I mean? Like martial arts is something that you can just Get out of the movie theater and go to a dojo and have a free trial, you know. And then you, yeah. And then when you do that, you go, "Oh, this is nothing like the movie. <laughs> this is nothing like what I expected. This is nothing close to the real the reality that I had in my head, uh, or the expectation I had in my head of what this is." Yeah. You know. And I don't think there's a a responsibility from entertainment to do that. That's not what entertainment's for. But I'm always curious about, like, what would it be like if that were that that was not the case? If you saw a fight movie and then you went and said, I want to go to a dojo and do that. And you went to a dojo and there was no, wow, this is so different. It was, wow, this is exactly like I saw it in the movie. Because that never happens. Right? Yeah. Think about that. Think about anybody who saw any kind of fight scene and went, I'm going to go try a martial art. and I'm going to go do what they did. Except maybe Karate Kid. But even then, it's not like you're doing crane kicks and karate, so it's it's just I feel like there's this weird fantasy opportunity in my head to see to think about what it would be like if things were just mm. a little bit different. Do you know what I mean yeah, I know it's a, I know
1: it's a little bit out there as a as a thought
0: and as a talking point, but that was just something that was on my mind
1: here's a a random thought that I've been having, okay. Uh, what do you what did you think of Diego Sanchez in his performance? <laughs> yeah. um, Thoughts, opinions. First off, how how do you think he looked?
0: I think he's looked better. Okay, I think that's, that's sugarcoating it. <laughs> well. When when you're a veteran, right, like Diego Sanchez, you got to give your props to the guy,
1: right? The thing you with get you skip ab day for the, the last few years.
0: The, That's the, all right. The thing with Diego that I have like, <laughs> he's not at a BJ Penn level where he cannot compete. He can technically still kind of compete. The problem I have with Diego Sanchez is what's happening in his coaching corner.
1: Did you see? Did you see? His, Does he use that Reiki master still? Yes, he hasn't
0: stopped. <laughs> did you see what happened when his coach went at Matt Serra? No, I'm gonna send you the video after this. The, his Diego's coach, what like Fabi Fabri? I forget his name. He goes to Matt Sarah and starts shit talking Matt Sarah of just like who Who do you think you are talking about me like this? And I know you got an attitude in this and this. Not realizing, hey, Matt Sarah is a gentle loving guy. He's full of, of love and peace. But for some reason forgetting that Matt Sarah is a fucking savage who could rip him limb from limb. <laughs> like <Yep. laughs> that's that's legit like that's legit seeing like going to the zoo and seeing some really poor health overweight poor hygiene person slapping the glass of a tiger cage. Like the a, a tiger confinement, not realizing like <laughs> yeah. that tiger can kill you so easily, and you're lucky that tiger is full of food right now and is sleepy because the sun's out and is not thinking about you know what that that's really annoying, and you're a piece of shit that I could just fucking destroy <laughs> and shred like that. He's so lucky that he did nothing to actually piss off Matt Sarah, <laughs> because Matt Sarah would just. <laughs> I'm just imagining like Hulk. Like, Matt Sarah could just see already just picking him up, throwing him against a wall. The guy gets up. He could just, like, break his ribs with a punch and then just, like, submit yep. him from standing. Like, just... Like, <laughs> if Matt Sarah wanted to do that, he could do that. But he's a he's a peaceful, loving guy who's full of happy energy. So, thankfully, he's not like that. But in this clip, it's hilarious because Matt Sarah just says... He basically shits on him to his face. He just goes, Hey, I got no problem with Diego. I don't know what you think that. And he, he's like talking about Diego's past and history. And he goes, I got so much respect for Diego. I have so much respect for what that man's done with the sport. So I got nothing against that. And he's like, I have nothing against you. You're here to make your money. I hope you I hope Diego helps you make some bucks, because that's what you're here for. And you fucking get on your way. <laughs> like it's just a it's just a straightforward New York style in your face. This is the fucking truth. And I'm giving you my opinion on it, and it's okay because I'm not here to hate on you. I'm just stating facts, and that's all it is. And if you really have a problem with it, then you can go ahead and swing and we can see what happens. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's the attitude that was. But yeah, to 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 close that off, yeah. Uh, Diego still has the same coach. Um and yeah, I, I think Ten retire. I think it's time to get a new coach. Mm. If you really love that guy, you can keep him on as like a, I don't know, a motivational speaker coach kind of guy. Keep him on as an energy coach. Mm. But he looked out of shape. I mean, he was out of shape. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't look refined in his techniques. He, He doesn't. Look good, man. He doesn't look good. Diego does not look good. I, th- I, think, I think there's a lot of people in the professional world of MMA media that don't want to say it as blatant as what it is. But since we are not those people, we can say it. As far as Diego looks like shit, the majority of it is probably from his coach. And the fact that Diego still believes in this guy means there's something probably wrong mentally with Diego. Yeah. yeah. Now, nobody wants to say that because that's unprofessional. But we're just a podcast of friends talking. So fuck it. I think Diego... Imagine a peak-shaped Diego. Imagine a Diego working out out of... I don't know, like... Imagine Diego working out of TriStar for the Mm. past four years. Imagine how Diego would be looking from that. Or ever since he left left Jackson Wink. Imagine how Diego would look if he was training in a reputable gym with a high-level coach, with a strong strength and training conditioning program, with a nutrition plan like imagine that versus diego working with this one guy doing fuck all you know what i mean just yeah i don't know why what are, what are your thoughts open up mikey oh i just open up, mikey. I, I,
1: I don't hold back mikey i mean it's it's clear the cte has taken over uh and yeah it, it it's exactly that i was going to make that same point i mean after all this time he's going with this guy who has no experience whatsoever, or I guess technically now, I guess you can say he does, you know, he's been dealing with Diego for how many years now, Cringy. as as long as we've been doing this podcast, maybe even longer. And, uh, so I guess you could say he's got a couple years under his belt. Uh, but Diego has looked better. I think my body looked better than Diego's in that octagon, which is saying a lot. Um, I think that, I mean, I made fun of, I think the Johnny Hendrix muffin top at one point. I mean, Diego had the full fucking bag of flour for a stomach hanging over. Um, and let's not forget the old, I guess, I don't know if this was a nod to like Jorge Masvidal, that round where he's like up against the cage yep. and then went in with the flying knee and it just was, it went terrible so (laughs) quick and everyone was like okay (laughs) like it was so quiet even the announcers were just like oh (laughs) all right
0: (laughs) he went for the uh jumping no reaction the running jumping knee landed short and as he landed he immediately got punched
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean you know here's the thing I was never really a Diego fan to begin with. He was just one of those guys where he just went in and he had, he was famous for you know when there's ten seconds on the clock, just fucking start swinging like crazy, and that's his thing. Like that's that's what I know him for, right? He's that guy where he's gonna pull that hail mary and just go for it, you know. And he'll tell you too, like come on, like come on, let's fucking do this, and yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. You know, uh, which that's exciting, but. I, I haven't known Diego long enough to follow his career from the beginning uh, f- to where my opinion matters. But my perspective, I don't think he's uh, – I don't see – I know he's a veteran, but I don't think he's a household name. You, you know what we have to
0: see? We what? have to see, and it has to be for like the retirement belt, like make up a belt for the – the golden retirement or the golden year, whatever. Just like the, this is the last thing that you should win before you retire. And it's Diego Sanchez versus BJ Penn.
1: Interesting.
0: See, that's, oh, I got you. Th- oh, yeah. I like your reaction.
1: Imagine that fight. Very interesting. So, but we're taking someone out of retirement because BJ Penn's already retired. right? He was forced to retire. Dana said he's not booking him ever again, but. I kind of want to see B.J. Penn versus Diego Sanchez. Oh, two guys with brain damage going at it. Holy shit. Man, what dude, you could, holy shit, the stuff you're bringing up tonight, dude. The fucking hard-hitting questions and all these scenarios, holy fuck. And the, dude, a retirement bout. Yeah holy shit now would there be a weight or it's just like guys <laughs> fucking you're retiring anyways you want to be 260 you want to be what 170 just go for i it. would say it has
0: to be within a 15 pound range of what they currently weigh
1: <laughs> but again if one is, <laughs> if one is 205 and the other one's too okay 20 pounds
0: it has to be within 20 pounds of what either of them weigh at that point in time
1: why why don't we do why don't we give them the heavyweight roles right You can go from what is it like uh to it I know two sixty five is the max yes. but What's yes. what's the minimum There is a
0: max cap There is a max cap to it You can't be over like because then you get into super heavyweight territories so You can't you can't go which it which doesn't even exist in the UFC No which doesn't at exist
1: That would yeah. that's not something I'd want to see in the UFC anyways But what is it It's like what 20, 206, 205 to one sixty five or two What is it for heavyweight, heavyweight, uh, yeah, what is
0: it? Two, no, it's not two oh five. I don't
1: think it's two oh five. No, no, I'm, no, no, not two oh five. I meant uh, two. Is it two twenty five? Two fifteen? Am I making shit up? Am I just talking out of my ass right now? No, I just think you're you're being. I worried, know heavyweight you know. has like a better <laughs> weight gap between any other weight class. I figure for a retirement bout, I think they should have that that uh that privilege you know that that old 60 pound difference (laughs) 60 pound difference uh what is i think 225 220 okay so it's 40
0: i think i think
1: that's that's pretty i honestly don't know man like
0: like sipe weighs like 240 i think
1: okay i i think that's right because i know heavyweight they have more (laughs) there's there's definitely more leniency with the weight difference uh Dude, I, I think that... They, I mean, let's say one of them was in decent shape, right? Like, like 160. The other one could pull off 200. <laughs> you know, I think they should have that 40-pound difference. It's the retirement fight. Dude, a 200-pound BJ Penn? <laughs> Versus a, like, what? One
0: whatever, 100-whatever-pound Diego Sanchez? Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: Both with brain damage... <laughs>
0: that's the co-main that's the co-main that's the co-main what okay so how about this while we mean while we will never have a Diego Sanchez versus BJ Penn fight
1: unfortunately a fight
0: that was on discussion because by request Conor McGregor versus Diego Sanchez
1: Oh, the the little <laughs> chit chat they were having. You know, it's just. Did you see Dana's
0: response? I sent it to you, right? You saw Dana's response to that, right?
1: Uh, Where he was like Dana's written. Yeah, no, I didn't see the, the, the Dana was response.
0: Yeah, there was. I, I thought I sent you the private messages between Connor and Dana, because Connor screenshot them and posted them. But
1: Dana, that I remember. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I don't know if you remember what Dana said in the screenshots, but Dana says after Connor says Diego Sanchez, <laughs> Dana goes. I will I deserve to we deserve to lose our promoter's license if we book you versus Diego Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: awesome. Holy shit. I mean it's almost like allowing the special needs kid to come play some basketball with you oh, while you're at the gym. You Jesus. know what I mean? It's like Oh Jesus. I hate to, I hate to even go to that extent. That's I what know you think what we're going to get a lot of hate. That's what you yeah, think would, I'll be that guy. <laughs> I'll take the heat. We're all thinking it. Come on. <laughs> the, the one guy that's slightly off. Let's just put it that way. It's like, you know what, Tim? You can shoot some hoops with us. Yeah, all I right. See. You know, like let's do it. <laughs> what do you th- how do you
0: think that fight would go?
1: Uh how would it go? Did, will it go? Does it go anywhere? I'm seeing like another ten or thirteen second knock. I mean, what do we well, do? Is he still going to be out of shape? Do you think Connor comes? Oh yeah,
0: nothing changes. Diego staying with his coach. He's not going to change. I
1: think Connor goes up to him with a shoulder, just shoulders him yeah. once, and Diego just drops. That's what I think. Uh, th- really? I think Diego. Yeah, I think Diego has enough. I think. Chin. He, I think he's going to rubber walk to the center, as the coach says, "Fight." He's going to rubber <laughs> walk up to Diego and go, "Yeah," with a shoulder. That's what the fight's gonna be. A fucking joke. What am I gonna think? Diego and Connor. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I think even funnier would be
0: if Connor is super serious and he comes out and rushes to the center like he did against Aldo. And then as Diego gets into range Oh
1: he puts effort into it.
0: And then as Diego gets into range, Connor does like a capoeira, like spinning just Web! And just spinning heel KOs immediately, and then he just stops and he gets back into stance. And then he, then he bows, <laughs> like a prick.
1: Like a prick. I like that. Actually, <laughs> it's almost like and he's then doing he drops Diego to his a knees <laughs> in samurai, and then he <laughs> bows in <at> samurai. <laughs> and then he
0: samurai walks backwards into his corner. <laughs>
1: I thought you were gonna go towards like uh, you know just to make Diego feel good like this is legitimate like Connor's gonna be real technical like like, like Diego's like wow he really trained for this
0: (laughs) no he does it's just he hits him with some spinning shit like like or even better like a spinning reverse like uh, heel kick just immediate KO he goes down. (laughs) like it looks like a kata it looks like a kata presentation yeah you know what i mean like at a ceremony it looks
1: like (laughs) the samurai walk going (laughs) back oh my god
0: (laughs) holy shit (sighs) i think that'd be the best scenario to see connor comes rushing out like he, like you know those karate presentations, right? When they come out, they run to the out, center, they go, yeah. ah, and, they, and they bow, <laughs> and they just drop into yeah. their stance, and they start doing their kata. <laughs> like it's the same thing. Connor runs to the center, he goes, ah, he just like goes, he does like a kata stance, drops into a fight stance, like a wide fight stance, like he used to do. Then he's just, like, yeah. and then the second Diego comes into range, he just does a lightning fast spitting capoeira <laughs> heel kick, KO's Diego immediately. Diego crumples. Cutter lands the kick back, like he does the full swing circle, <laughs> lands on on like the other stance, comes together, bows, drops to his knees in samurai, bows, and then he samurai walks back to his corner and he stays on his knees until the ref calls him into the center to say like, "And winner, Bye. like like, <laughs> the this fight has been stopped at seven seconds <laughs> <laughs> due to knockout, <laughs> and you're a winner." <laughs> Conor McGregor, <laughs> and then and then hilariously, Connor is just Connor again. He just goes like, "The champ does what the fuck he wants." <laughs> <laughs> Conor, wh- uh, how do you feel about this fight? The first question, Connor, Congratulations, that was fantastic technique. That was brilliant, brilliant performance. How do you feel about this? The double champ is what the fuck he wants. (laughs) (laughs) I'm young. I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Line him up. Line him up. (laughs) BJ Penn, where you at BJ Penn? (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh. my god. Oh. Oh my god. This was a good one. Can you imagine? This was a good one. If that actually happened. <sighs> oh. <laughs>
0: Oh. And every and every like video for promotion is just that Andre the Giant gif of him just being like no 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 no, no. UFC oh. like two fifty nine BJ Penn versus Conor McGregor and like the poster <laughs> is just the Andre the Giant gif just being like no And stills of him just being like no like with his hands out just that's all it is.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh! This needs to happen. Even better
0: oh. if he did that. The build-up to the Diego fight, Connor's super respectful. He goes, "Diego's a warrior." Like, like <laughs> you look at this man's history, look at his career. You know, <laughs> he's super respectful the whole time. So humble. Yeah, super yeah. humble. Then the second he wins, he just goes back to brash. Connor just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! <laughs> the fuckery of that kind of situation. <laughs> oh, oh gosh! That's so entertaining to think about. That's so entertaining to think about. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, Ooh. here's a better question: What do you think is the most mismatched, mish mismatched setup? Chuck Liddell versus John Jones, Diego Sanchez versus BJ Penn, Conor McGregor versus Diego Sanchez.
1: <laughs> Two Sanchez ones. Well, I mean, in their current states. In their current states. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's. Uh, the thing is, the the Sanchez and like BJ Penn thing, right? Uh they're they're just it is what it is you know just CTE <laughs> fucking veteran retired whatever and overweight like it, that I mean it's not really mismatched but I they're a perfect match I'd say <laughs> I am so looking forward to your 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 outlook on the Connor fight where it's just all fucking kata and just like so. Like just clean the forms and the moves, so articulate. Uh, that would be so. Uh, I would love to see that. Um, Chuck Liddell and Jones. At this point, I just kind of feel bad for Chuck. You know, it's it's like he shouldn't even have fought Tito. Yeah, that was. You know, yeah. I mean, that was that was rough to see. That shouldn't even have been a trilogy. Tito should have yeah. just accepted. You know what? I I got my ass beat twice. It is what it is. Remember, and, and for him to say, like, yeah, like, I fucking did it. Like, you're also in your uh, 40s. Remember, and, and you're retired as well. So what do we do?
0: Remember seeing Chuck hit the pads? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, oh, no.
1: <laughs> the pads. What about his walk? Like, the dude has, like, First off, he walks his arms out, and like he has arthritis just everywhere <laughs> in his body. Like his his entire body's like starting to calcify or something. I felt bad just looking at the weights. Never mind seeing him hit the bat. Like oh my god! But I would say yeah, if he was if he I I would say Jones in <laughs> in Chuck Liddell. I mean at that point you're literally giving a lion a freshly butchered gazelle <laughs> you know it's just what are we doing
0: we, what are we even watching we were so positive watching the Chuck Waddell videos remember we were like he's just warming up you know he's not going full speed <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: just yeah. he's just you know just like, warming like, oh, up oh shit that he's just <laughs> oh shit that's 100% oh, <laughs> oh. Oh, we were just <laughs> oh this this is after 14 weeks of camp. Oh, yeah. But it's just no, no. It's just him warming
0: up. It's just him taking his time. Slow, just keeping him slow pace. He's gonna warm up. It takes longer because he's older. That's how we looked at it. Yeah. And then it was just yeah that leaked. It was just no. That's how he trained. Like that's what we
1: saw. This was the aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh shit. This was progress. Oh damn. <laughs>
0: alright so we'll end it with that well, let's end let's end it with yes. the uh, Chuck the delvers john jones uh, fantasy fight that never happened about how that would be yeah. the worst case scenario but
1: might as well go to a zoo and watch them feed lions yes same thing
0: pretty much same thing pretty much
1: but so.
0: good episode bud
1: oh it was great one of the best for sure
0: <laughs> alright man well uh, All in right. that case I will talk to you in two weeks everybody thanks for tuning in I hope you liked it and uh, we'll catch you soon Alright,
1: peace, made it.